Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock and this is the Inner Edge podcast where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. irony of uh, my title for today's episode, The Blind Spot Challenge, is that I clearly had a little blind spot myself with the technology this morning as I was recording this. So I, uh, I've already recorded this episode, uh, but uh, the blind spot was there was some technical glitch that uh, didn't record one single thing that I recorded. So I, I've already done this episode. Now I've got to do it again. Shane, what's that about? Blind spot, Shane. That's what that's about. Right. Well, anyway, welcome to the Inner Edge podcast. Um, I was away this week with a group of entrepreneurs um, and we were talking about beliefs and the subject of blind spots came up, which I like bringing up, i got to be honest, because I think there's great uh, gold to be found in blind spots. And then I was also doing a talk, I was asked to do a kind of a talk engagement for about business 50 leaders uh, on Thursday afternoon about uh, sustainable high performance. And one of the areas that came up was around blind spots in the context of awareness, self-awareness. And I was just explaining as well there that, you know, a, a good advisor or coach um, or mentor is somebody, I think, who can help you see what you're doing wrong, where like there's areas for improvement because you can't see yourself, you can't see yourself in your behavior really. You think you can, you can see a little bit, but you don't have a full view. And very often, smart people who are willing to be honest with you um, can help you identify blind spots to make serious, massive, in some cases, massive improvements. Um, and it's funny, many years ago, somebody said to me, and I think it's true at the time, I was like, really? Um, but now I think it's true, is that most consultants or advisors are more valuable to you before you hire them, as in before you pay them. Because afterwards, very often, usually unconsciously, they get attached to a paycheck and they're afraid to tell you the truth, which can sometimes be very painful because usually the truth is going to be painful, especially if you're a business owner or a CEO. Um, and the problem then is that nobody's telling you the truth. Um, so if you find a consultant or advisor who's willing to tell you the truth, they're worth their weight in gold. And that's what I learned myself is go to the pain barrier of offending somebody, Shane, and tell them what you see. They might be wrong, but at least you tell them. And usually there's something in it. And part of my job in what I do with my clients is to be brave enough to point out their blind spots or what I see. I might be wrong, uh, but at least point them out and we can have a discussion about them. But I think overall, perhaps the biggest blind spot of all is not seeing the massive influence of our inner worlds on how we are, how we feel, how we lead, and how we live. And it's something I do explore in my new book, The Inner CEO. Uh, but we're going to explore it a little bit in a slightly different way maybe today with some extra nuggets. And I suppose my main point here is that uncovering your blind spots is definitely worth the effort and the pain. And is it painful? Yes. It, but I suppose it's psychological pain. It's not physical pain. You're not going to get physically hurt. Um, but it's psychological pain for most people, including Shane. But it's worth the pain. No pain, no gain. Isn't that what they say? Now, when I was back in my 20s, as you probably know, I had went through a very severe depression period. And a blind spot of mine that was hugely, hugely game-changing for me, didn't realize it was a blind spot, but I saw it. I went, holy crap. 
that my blind spot was that I believed everything my mind told me. If I thought it, if I saw it, if I believed it, then it was the truth. And you were wrong. I was right. You were wrong. But more than that, my mind was right. So I just believed everything. That was a massive, massive blind spot. And I think it's a massive blind spot in general for the world. Is that just because you think something doesn't mean that it's true. Regardless of what you're, ta- what, what you're thinking right now. Now, the definition of a blind spot, I suppose, is something that you don't, that you can't see. Um, and most people might, it might come from maybe, I know I think I heard it for the first time in relation to cars or driving a car. You know, you might be on the road driving, maybe you're on a motorway, you want to change lane and pull out. You look left, you look right, you look in your mirrors, there's no car. And you start to move out, you indicate and move out. All of a sudden, there's a major horn beep and you see a car out of the corner of your eye and you have to swerve, nearly cause a crash. Person's shouting at you, but you didn't see it. You didn't do it on purpose. You weren't trying to cause any trouble. And maybe you just get some incredible shock. That's the blind spot. You're just driving along, mind your own business, thinking you're doing everything right and not realizing that you're about to cause a crash. And that metaphor, I think, holds true in our businesses and our lives. We're just driving along, thinking we're doing the right things, not realizing that we could potentially be lining up crashes or causing problems without realizing it. A couple of stories come to mind with clients. One of them, and this has happened a few times, um, a handful of times, where I would have gone in to observe a client in action to see what they're really like with their teams and just be around them, just watch their behavior. And I remember one in particular, I just asked them, so why, this is when we're in private now, why do you get so angry with your team? And they were genuinely shocked. So what are you talking about? I don't get angry. I said, no, no, you get really angry. And when I described what he was doing, he said, well, no, hold on, that's just leadership. And I said, no, no, I, I, I've spent a long time working with leaders. That is not good leadership. That's not good leadership behavior. And it prompted a very interesting discussion. And then I'm thinking of another client who were sitting down. There was a kind of a tricky situation um, in a business. And they were saying, listen, I know you're probably going to try and point out my blind spot, but I know what it is. And I can tell you what it is now. So I always find that that's amusing to me because by definition, as I'm saying, <laughs> you can't see a blind spot. So if someone says, I know what it is, that's a problem. And I said, well, what do you think the blind spot is then? He said, I talk too much. Now, the truth was that on one level, he was right because he did talk too much, but it didn't seem to make any impact on his ability to listen. He was a bad listener. So I considered what he said and I said, you're right, actually, on one level that you do talk too much. But that's not your blind spot. That's not the one I see. And he, so he was curious, well, what, what do you see? And I said, well, your blind spot is why you talked so much, which confused him. But actually, he didn't like it either. And that was when you when somebody doesn't like what you're saying, as long as you're delivering it in a respectful way, it's generally because you're hitting on something that is a that is an issue. Otherwise, why would they react? Because it's the ego lashing out. And the ego is definitely in the blind spot for most people. Sometimes the ego actually tricks you into thinking that it's your awareness when actually it's your ego. And I think most people in reality, including Shane, at times don't want you to point out the blind spot because it'll hurt. And I think that's what most people don't don't try, don't point it out to you because they're afraid of how you react. And they're right. And if you think about it now, there's probably people around you in your life that you know, God, that person has this kind of behavior but nobody will tell them. Well, I tell them, no, I won't tell them. Why? Because you're afraid of how they react. And the reality is that we're all walking around with each other, thinking the same thing about each other, because there's people around you who probably see things in you 
but they just won't say anything to you because they don't want to offend you, or perhaps they're afraid of how you react. I think that's a pity. Um, because if it's done in a respectful way, it's not that you've got to walk around every conversation saying, hey, let me point out your blind spot. <laughs> I think you'll find pretty quickly one of any friends uh, very quickly. So it's more to do with the high trust environment. Uh, somebody who has your back, who wants the best for you. That's the person that you want to listen to, not not just any random person. Hey, what you see is my blind spot because generally it comes with an agenda. My wife, Judy, is probably the one I trust the most. TLJ, the lovely Judy. And I think that's been, in many ways, the making of our relationship at times where she has been brave enough to point out something that I didn't like about my behavior or how, I, how what things I was doing. And it hurt. Well, what did it hurt? It only hurt my ego. And then a little bit of reflection on things like that can really kind of go, actually, do you know what? There's something in that. And then sometimes somebody might say something to you, again, you know, somebody you trust, respect, love, like, they mightn't be right, but certainly if you get something, they think, wow, God, I never would have thought that, but reflect on it. And that's where that formula comes in. P plus R equals PR. P plus R equals PR. P is pain. Pain plus reflection is the R. Pain plus reflection equals progress. Pain, put a little bit of reflection, pause, reflect, consider, contemplate. You probably get an insight then, and that'll allow you to, to make progress. Some examples of blind spots would include things like greed, um, not realizing that you're greedy or maybe hyper-competitive. Um, you know, greed, maybe your your mind is always focused on the money and what you're going to get out of something, or if you're hyper-competitive, but like a lot of business owners can be, or leaders, it's like you're, you want to be the number one in everything, and you just don't see it, but it's there. Other people see it. Some people have a blind spot about just always having to be on the go, trying to get the buzz or moving and not can't be still, can't be long, can't be quiet. But why? It's in the it's in the blind spot. A lot of people are reactive. They don't like criticism. Why? Because underneath it all, maybe they feel like they're not good enough or they're feeling guilty and they're very sensitive to any sort of increase in pain. So they get very reactive because they're already being hard enough on themselves. It's a blind spot. The blind spot is always in how we think, relates to our beliefs, it looks at our self-image, could be something around comparing yourself to others. You're never happy because you're always comparing yourself to where you think you should be. Massive, massive things. These are things all have massive consequences on your levels of happiness, satisfaction, peace of mind, and actually your ability to just get on with people, collaborate, get the best. And most of the time, people, the ego in particular, will just point out and say, no, it's not me, it's other people because they're not doing this, they're not doing that. Fine, that might be true. Very often that's the, that is partially true or there'll be some truth to it. But you can't control that. All you can control really is finding your own blind spots. There's great gold there. And if the inner voice is listening to me now saying, yeah, that's grand shame, but yeah, I don't really like this episode because I don't have any blind spots. I've done all the work. I genuinely think that's a blind spot. That's an issue. I think that's your ego. Forgive me. Just telling you what maybe I see from experience. So how can you uncover more blind spots and are you open to it? And I think part of the trick is finding ways to ask people a question like this, like, where, what are you afraid to tell me about myself that you think would make me a better X, where X might be a better leader, a better partner, a better parent, a better educator, a better anything. What are you afraid to tell me? And maybe give them permission or find a way to do it anonymously. You can do that, do that by doing a, 
a survey or something like that. Like it's quite easy to do with Google Docs on a survey. You can do it anonymously if, if you want to throw it out to different people. But I certainly have had those conversations with maybe a handful of people who are very close to me um, that I trust. I trust their perspective. I feel that they have my back. They're not coming in to kind of score points or settle an old score. Um, but you have to watch it in terms of where people's mood are at and things like that. That's all logical. But it's worth digging in to try and uncover those blind spots. And it is tricky. It's tricky. It's tr- it's emotionally tricky. Um, digging for blind spots, it's very tricky delivering information on blind spots because not everybody's open to it. But all I can say is that even though it's tricky, digging for blind spots, it's usually where the gold is. Real gold, like real wealth for your life, for your leadership. But only if you're open to reflecting on it and considering it. That's it for this week. Ciao for now.